This is the Buck and Stock News Podcast, powered by Two Bulls, bringing you the stories and experiences from within the Bucking Stock world. And here's your host, Kyle Lippincott. We're getting ready for the PBR World Finals in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, in, alongside the World Finals is going to be the ABBI's American Heritage uh, Fraternity two-year-old competition. They've been paying in for since they were uh, born, you know, basically their, their birth year, uh, making these payments with uh, dang near, I mean, just shy of half a million to be paid out in this one one event. Uh, it's probably, if not the most prestigious event of the year, uh, to, to get the W in Fort Worth at the American Heritage would, would be special, special for somebody. We have a podcast to explain the legacy uh, program. Some things have changed. Some things uh, Mr. Jim McClain uh, is excited about. Um, so, so let's get right into it. This is my conversation with Jim McClain and the Two Bulls Legacy Program. <clears throat> Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Uh, we are excited about uh, the year that's coming on. Um, it's just, just me, Kyle. Uh, Laramie had some other things going on. Um, but anyways, uh, lots of stuff moving and shaking. And, and one thing that, that just uh, wrapped up for 2022 is the Two Bulls Legacy competition. Uh, I think some people have been in question about, um, you know, what that program really is. It, it's been uh, going, I think, this year was the it's the second or third year uh, for that program this year. Um, and it, it's, it's actually kind of gaining, gaining a lot of steam. Um, and with the event this year that was held in Duncan um, a, a couple weeks ago, always about the middle of April, uh, it, it had gained a lot of steam. So with us today, we, we have Jim McClain uh, with Two Bulls Performance Supplements, Two Bulls Group, Two Bulls Legacy, you name it. Uh, Jim, Jim's been in the business uh, for, for a long, long time in a lot of different aspects of the game, as well as a, a bucking bull breeder himself uh, for probably a lot longer than most people uh, care to know. But, Jim, uh, I think it'd be safe to say that, that the program – we'll get into some details, but just opening it up, the program has been gaining quite a bit of steam just in the last two weeks, I'd say. Yeah, it, it has. Um, you know, it's amazing how many people have, have heard about the program, uh, maybe not read everything about it, but just heard about it. Uh, and and have have watched it unfold over the last three years. We just finished our third year. Um, so when we started uh, the program in 2020, we had to fast forward everything. Uh, we had to do three years nominations in that first year just to get get up to speed, you know, and 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 uh, get the program to where it would it would go, and and we could start having competition as soon as possible. So. 2022 was uh, the end of that first three-year um, fast forward. Uh, I think it's been very successful so far, and um, I, I can't wait to see where it's going because right now it's 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 looking really really good. Um, we uh, we had uh, the first year I think we had 47 uh, cows nominated in the program. Second year, we had 123 cows nominated into the program. Uh, this year, we had uh, 66 cows nominated into the program. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, why, why do we have this big drop-off after the second year? And, and I, I think a lot of people kind of got nervous 
um, when they rolled out the maiden program and, and you couldn't go compete with your yearling. And that was part of one of the criteria for the, the legacy was that your yearlings got to come compete and represent that female. So I think, I think we've kind of got that all, uh, died down now and people, you know, well, I mean, I, I don't know, like when you say died down, I think, you know, both programs are still going to exist, but I think, Oh yeah, absolutely. People, people are they're not as nervous about it. Yeah, yeah, they're not as nervous about it now. Yeah, we've been through we've been through a couple years of the legacy. We've been through the first year of the maiden. Myself, for example, uh, I played both. I was a little nervous last year with the maiden. You know, how's this gonna how's this gonna play out? Do I need to hold something back? Do I need to do I need to just wait and see what what develops as the year goes on, et cetera? Uh, my plan of attack didn't work. Um, a lot of guys I've talked to they've they've totally flip flopped their game plan for the maiden. Uh, but but when you're talking about the drop off of numbers, I think it it is for the betterment of of the legacy program because uh, guys it seems to be the guys that play the yearling game. Let me say that they're not going to hold nothing back. If they can go to town, they're going to take them and they'll they'll enter their best cap that comes on the ABI finals at the end of the year. So with that, uh, everyone kind of listening and contemplating if they're going to enter or not. Um, I think I think that that's People are kind of understand how to play both, you know. Exactly, uh, exactly, and that's the deal. You just got to figure out where your calves are going to come on at, and and where you want to play with them at, you know. And so, um, you know, a lot of a lot of these calves come on early, you know, and then they may not they may not make it all the way out to the end of the year, uh, you know, before their their uh, best trips are are done. And some of them they don't come on till later in the year. So it, mm-hmm. there's there's something for everyone here and. And I think I think just I, I guess my my uh, comment wasn't made to dog the the maiden. It was it was more about people figuring out okay should I should I you know should I go ahead and enter my females in this program or should I just hold everything for that? And I think people are figuring it out now. And they're not near as nervous about it as they were last year. Absolutely. Um, so, so moving forward, I think it's going to be a banner year for us um a lot of people that have entered in the past have already called and said hey when's books opening you know when's the nominations uh due uh, or when they're going to start when they're going to end um and there's a lot of new people uh you know a lot of people they they realizing that this is a great way to promote their breeding program whether you're a, a little breeder with one cow two cows or you're a bigger breeder with you know 50 or 100 cows it doesn't really make any difference that the way the program's designed it levels the playing field because nobody can nominate more than 10 that's that's the max and for this year we're going to keep it there um that's where we initially set it up was the first year you could nominate uh four then the next year you could nominate six and then the third year you could nominate 10 we're going to keep it at 10 one more year and we're going to see where people, how many they enter. And if we see that more people are entering five or less than there are five or more, then probably for 2024, we're going to, we're going to drop that number back to five max. Um, once again, just leveling the playing field, you know, where you can uh, enter a, a split them. but hold on. I want to, I want to stop you because I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. For those of you guys that are, been following the the podcast and bug and talk news for a long time you know that 
we did a podcast three years ago in the, the conception of the two bulls legacy but there's probably we probably got some new listeners uh definitely know we got some new players to the game so let's let's talk about nominations opening march 15th and you're saying 2020 may, may. yeah may yeah, 15th sorry. yeah may 15th I, I knew what i was trying to say <laughs> long month. started with them it started with yeah. them <laughs> may may 15th but what what we're doing is you have to nominate when when Jim's saying you're female, you're nominating a female, but her offspring, her natural born, natural raised offspring, uh, is to compete as a yearling the the following year in April. So so you're going to nominate your females this year that that will compete in 2023. That will then you know Jim's mentioning 2024. Uh, that, so basically you're nominating say six eight ten months ahead of time, but what that's doing, uh, in my opinion, I think the way this was designed uh, via Jim, is you are you're you're banking on your breeding program because the only thing you know is what its mom is, what its sire is, if it's a bull or heifer, and, and its confirmation what it looks like. It's still nursing when when you have to nominate the female. Uh, so that that would be step one, and I think uh, we could get a little down a rabbit trail here, but I think that's what's probably the coolest aspect of this program absolutely you know and and people and and this is the thing is i think and myself included i've been i've been breeding for 25 years to me it's it there's nothing that feels better than going to town with a calf i raised i you know i've, I've raised their mama uh may or may not have raised their sire um but that calf was the inception was in my head, uh, you know, to go, okay, I want to, I want to cross this bull with this cow and this is the calf that I want. And then, and then believing in what I felt, the creation, believing in the creation and that I put the right cross together. And so this gives me a chance to take that calf to town and compete with other like-minded people, people that believe in their females. And it, and it's funny because, you know, a lot of people at first are like, well, I want to, you know, I've got to have something old and proven. You know, this year the, the legacy was won with a first calf heifer. So it wasn't old and proven. The the bloodlines in that in that female um were old and out, proven. Yeah. They were old and proven. They were, they were out as a lot of, some of my old, uh, uh, bloodlines and and some of my my uh, it's gone back six generations raised on my ranch and so it was it was it's really neat to see that a first calf heifer you know wins it and and I, it's not the first time you know there's been a lot of cow, a lot of guys that's nominated females that it was their first calf um, you know and and so don't always think about well i've got to have the old and proven sometimes it's it's let me bet on the on this on this creation that you know i wanted to do this cross with this bull over this cow and here was her creation you know this was that creation there um and so now she's up breeding age she's got a calf on her side i'm betting on her i'm betting that the the siren of dam that i put together um three years ago or four years ago or however long it was um, that, 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 that combination worked. And so, 
it's it's a lot it's a lot of fun to watch and and, and it's and it's really neat too to to come into this competition and see the people that have nominated year after year. Uh Raymond and Coy Henry, they won the very first one with a bull called Red Rain. Um and uh man, I mean this bull has done phenomenal things. That female has his her earnings to date have been over a hundred and five thousand dollars for that female. So it, and I think that's the thing too that we've got to look at in this program is we're tracking all these females from the time you nominate them, they go into our database. We start tracking them. We we're going to know exactly what those cows have produced, what their earnings are, what their offspring's earnings are, um, and I'm pretty excited about that. Before well, the I want to heritage... throw, throw another just little tidbit out there. I'm pretty positive. Don't don't quote me here. I have to do a little research, but I'm pretty positive. 712 is that 712E is that cow's number. I'm pretty sure Red Rain was, was in her belly when they purchased her as a heifer. Uh, she calves, they nominated her. That was her first calf. Since then, not only she had 109,000 in, in offspring earnings, but she was also she's also the reigning family year. Uh, exactly. Started started through this program. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it it's. You know, it's very satisfying to see people come in, and they don't have a huge herd. They have a small herd, but they believe in the herd they've got, and they and they nominate, and those females have, have produced for them. You know, so, she's so hit twice now. Yeah, yeah. When you're, when you're talking about uh, a small herd, um, the, the the cost is one thing. I know everyone's going to ask that question. Want want to know what it costs? I think when, when you talk about the cost, and then then you then you go down the line of how it pays out, some really cool stuff that you have in the works for 2023, all the prizes, the the everything that 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 goes into this. Uh, you guys look on Facebook and the, the past competitors. This is one of their, if not most favorite events of the year, uh, because of what goes into it as far as you're nominating them on the on the on the cow to bronze trophies, feed, mineral, added money, all kinds of stuff into this this program that only costs three hundred dollars to, to, to play. Exactly. And we wanted we wanted it to be a low nomination fee and it's a one time nomination fee. It's not, well I'm gonna nominate and then I gotta pay these sustaining payments. There's not any of that. You nominate them one time each year. Um and this year, this is the first year that we've been able to pay 100% payback on the nomination fees. We had some really great sponsors come on board and get involved with us. They believe in the program. Uh, they believe in the buck and bull industry, and they support it. And so it made it possible to where we could pay 100% payback, and it's going to be 100% payback from here on out. Um, so 100% of your nomination fees are going to get paid back to you. Um, like Kyle said, Three hundred dollars to nominate a female. Uh, if you nominate ten, you got three thousand dollars. That's what you got in, invested. Uh, when that calf, it's time to bring that calf to town next year to to the uh, Two Bulls Challenge and the Legacy. You enter the calf in the open. There is nothing else to pay. If you don't want to enter that calf in the open yearling and you just want to compete uh, with the other Legacy calves, uh, maybe he's not dialed in yet maybe he's not quite ready or you're not sure him or her either one 
um, you can just you can just pay a small fee and buck only against the legacy calves, um, or you can you can uh, enter the open yearling and, and and have a chance at two different pots, the, both the open pot and the legacy pot. Yeah, your score and carries I'll, over. Right, right. Score score carries over exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that, so that was something like like this year. Uh, you know, your 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 calf uh, wins the wins the legacy competition, but but also was double entered into the open and placed out of those 115 calves that were that were entered into the open. Right, right. Got got very fortunate. Very fortunate. Um, I never thought in my life I'd ever win the legacy uh and it means i mean it means so much to me to have that sculpture sitting on my shelf because it does i mean you know anytime that you get recognized for your breeding program and it's it's uh it's satisfaction uh that you know the 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 crosses that you put together the sires and dams that you that you put together and dreamed about and and they come to fruition um, and it's sitting there on that shelf in the, in the, uh, you know, in the form of that sculpture that uh, Rowdy Berry, um, um, commissioned him to do, and and he built a beautiful bronze, and you know, and and right now, um, uh, Heath Romaine and Lynn have got the most bronzes. They've got five. Uh, Chad Drury, uh, him and Jenny and, and Addie, they entered last year. They entered three cows, took home three bronzes. Um, and so it's, it's quite a, it's quite a, uh, a, uh, accomplishment for these programs to have those, those sculptures sitting on their shelf. And what, and, and another thing I want you guys to know also, uh, and, and if I'm talking out of line, you, you correct me, Jim, but, you, you nominate your females. This don't. This isn't, this isn't the first time blocks or anything uh, crazy like that. Like if you get the blocking your calves and your one of your legacies or your only legacy calf isn't going to cut it. Like you you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay any other in, in money. You you just. I mean, obviously you you lose your nomination fee. That calf didn't make out. Um, it, it's not not bound to nothing. Um, you, right. you can come. You can not come. You can enter the open. You can enter only the legacy. Whichever you you choose uh but at the end of the day uh you're talking about the bronzes and all these people getting them the top 10 females in in the years past have received a bronze. exactly yeah and we set it up that way that was that was done by design it wasn't based on how many were entered um when we started we said you know what i want to award the top 10 females each year if if there's only 20 females in the program, 10 of them are still going to get bronzes. Um, if there's 500 in the program, 10 of them are going to get bronzes. Um, and we've done that. Uh, like I said, we had Rowdy Berry. Uh, we commissioned him to do a, a unique bronze of a cow and a calf, uh, you know, that we felt represented what the legacy was. And, and um you know, I think uh, as as the program continues to grow and get bigger, and you know, it's going to mean a lot to people to have that bronze sitting on their on their shelf. I think the bronze means as much to people as the as the money, the prizes, everything that that we're doing. Uh, I think that bronze is the most valuable thing, or it is at least it is for me. You know, that money will spend, that feed will feed up, the mineral will feed up, 
but that bronze will be sitting on my shelf from from now on, you know, and may never win another one, but I've got one, so I'm I'm pretty tickled. For sure. So, um again, May May the fifteenth the the books will open. Uh and and when when are they gonna close, Jim, for the for the end of nominations? Okay, so you know, when we first started, um, you know, we were trying to keep the window short and and we've learned with this program as we've as we've gone you know gone through and, and had three years now uh, that we've learned some things that that that's helped us I think create a better program um, and so what we figured out is that we need a longer window for nomination um, not a not a year long window but what we did was we we made it a uh, we made it a uh, 75 day window. And the way it works is uh, it opens May 15th. From May 15th until June 30th, your nomination fee is $300 per cow. Once we roll into July and August, uh, you've got till August 31st. That's the last day. There will not be another nomination taken, no matter if it hair lips the governor. There will not be another nomination after August 31st for the 2023 program. Um, but from July to August 31st, from July 1 to August 31st, the nomination fee goes up to $400. So it behooves you to nominate your females in that first 45 days. Um, understandably, people get busy, lots of things going on, uh, lots of events to enter, not sure which cow you want to put in or cows you want to put into the program. All that's understandable. Uh, the reason we have to do that is because now we've got to, you know, we've got to hire personnel to keep track of and, and make sure those entries uh, get taken and, and are, are logged in and, and those females are starting to be tracked. And so it, it takes money to do that. And so uh, that's the reason for the $100 increase in the nomination fees. However, however, that... Um, you know, it's uh, there's no reason you can't nominate from May 15th to, to June 30th and do it at $300, so it's up to you. Now, this year, for the first time, being as we have gone to 100% payback on the nominations, we still have costs affiliated with with producing this program. Um, the, the awards, the prizes, uh, once again, secretary, we're rebuilding, uh, building a whole new website, whole new database system, all that takes money. Um, so what we are doing this year is instead of uh, taking 15% of the nomination fee, which is $45 a calf, that's what it's been ever since, we, or $45 a female, $45 a nomination. That's what we've done in the past. Now there's no longer any money coming out of the nomination fee, but there's a one-time one $50 fee per breeder. So if you nominate one cow, you're going to pay $50 uh, admin fee. If you nominate 10 cows, it's still just the same $50 admin fee. And it's per breeder, not per animal. Uh, and we'll do that each year. And that's going to help us fund uh, producing this event, buying the awards, um, keeping track of the animals in the database, uh, tracking the females you know, and, and what they're doing. And so that when you get ready to go out and market your program, 
you've got numbers to fall back on. You you can come back in here and look at the website, and you're going to see an updated list um, monthly of of where these females are and what's producing and what's you know what's producing uh, winners, uh, whether it be heifers or heifers that are producing winners, or whether it's heifers herself that are winning or bull calves that are winning. You're going to know all that from the database that we're building. Another thing moving forward you've talked about, I don't know if you're if it's gonna you're gonna go through with it or not, having some uh, uh some select events throughout the year, being able to have legacy some legacy side pot competitions only for legacy nominated offspring. Absolutely. Uh when we first wrote the program that was one of our phases uh that we wanted to imp- implement in uh, after we got the initial program going. That will actually take place in 2023. Uh, we've already got several uh, producers on board that have said, yeah, let's do a legacy side pot with these events. And so basically what that is, is it, and it'll be 100% payback uh, on the side pots. Uh, if, a, if a producer's having a yearling event and they say, okay, we're going to have a legacy side pot with it, then not only, it, as long as the calf is a legacy calf, out of a legacy nominated female, um, the calf can enter one side pot and the female can enter a side pot so that there's a check for each one of them. There's prize money available for both of them. You may sell the calf, um, you know, and, and not own the calf anymore, uh, but as long as that calf's out there competing, you're still going to be able to enter your female into those side pots and win money with that female throughout the year. And we felt that was pretty important to to give these females earning capacity beyond just having a calf and selling the calf. Um, you know, let that female continue to to win money right out there uh, along with her calf. Then in 2024, we will start the Legacy Elite uh, part of the program. Uh, we wanted to be five years into the program before we started that. Um, we will start the Legacy Elite, and we'll roll out more information on that as as we get closer to it. So I don't want to confuse anybody with it now, but you'll be able to read about it on the website at twobullslegacy.com. And that that new website, um, we've got one up right now that's old information. The new website will be up uh, and running, uh, should be around the 12th or 13th of May but we will definitely have it ready to start taking nominations. And you'll be able to nominate your female and pay your, your nomination fee, everything right there on that website. You don't have to, you don't have to go anyplace else. You're going to go down through there, look for the nomination tab, click on that. You can punch in your information, punch in your female's information. It's as simple as her ABBI registration number, her brand and name, uh, what calf she's going to be, whether she's uh, going to be uh, nominated with a um, natural-born bull or a natural-born heifer uh, that will be competing, uh, representing her, and uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, it's it's not a there, it's not a lot to it um, as far as getting her nominated into the program. But the main thing is she's got to be ABDI registered and. Uh, she has to ha- she has to have a verified dam on her papers. Um, so if you if you nominate a female and she doesn't have a verified 
uh, dam uh, on the paper, then she won't be eligible. And, and another thing, uh, I think everybody kind of catches the drift, uh, but for those that may be new and interested in the program, uh, you you can nominate your, your very best cow, your very best donor, whatever, but the calf has to be raised by said female. It cannot be an embryo calf raised by a recip cow, et cetera. It has to be a – it can be an AI calf, but it has to be natural, natural born, born raised by her. Yes, yes. And we, we feel that's important, too. And, and once again, leveling the playing, playing field. You know, you know. Let's let's see what these females are doing with their natural born calf that they raise. Um, I think a big part of a calf, uh, his his personality, his or her personality, um, their their characteristics come from what happens with that mama that raises them, not just the cow that that has, they're born to, no matter what their genetics are. I think a big part of it is what those cows put into those calves after they're born. Um, and so, you know, we felt like that was an important part of this program as well. You know, natural born calves to that cow. For sure. Absolutely. So uh, some, some fun, fun facts, I guess, uh, kind of, we were talking a little before we started recording, you, you might have some numbers on some legacy earnings that, your crew is tracked and, and kept up with since the conception of, the, of this program. Yeah, we um, coming into um, coming into the uh, the 2022 uh, legacy event up into the 22 legacy event, which just happened here three weeks ago. There were 73 legacy nominated females that have a career earnings, uh, offspring earnings, and their own earnings. Uh, of $931,000. Now, obviously, we know that there's more than that now um, because of the competitions that have been held, including the legacy. So with the legacy, we know there's at least $950,000 uh, in earnings. The 2022 dams, just the dams that were nominated for 2022, are at $291,000 in earnings uh, to date. So... You know, just it's it's kind of interesting just watching uh, those cows and what they're producing and and what their offspring's producing and and uh, and tracking know. them through their 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 production career. Basically, uh, obviously, not all that money is generated through tracking these cows that have that have participated in the legacy and what their calves have went on to do their offspring. Right. Right, and and that's in competition, not just in legacy competition, but that's all competition everywhere. ABBI, um, Buckers Unlimited, uh, Evolution, TBBA, uh, events all over the United States. Um, so it's it's uh, it's pretty interesting watching these cow numbers roll in. You know, in the, in the racehorse business and in the cutting horse business, you know they've tracked mare production for years. You know and and it helps you decide what you want to breed to, and, and it makes perfect sense. You know, if you've got two cows that are bred exactly the same way, and one has production earnings, you know, she's produced offspring that have won money, uh, you know, that would that would obviously make her a more valuable choice to breed to or own 
than the same cow with the same pedigree that has none, you know, and, and, you know, so, um, you know, and I think as, as people get, uh, more educated about how they want to breed, what they're breeding to, um, they're going to start going outside of just pedigree and start looking for pedigree and production. You know, we want to see what she has produced, you know, and what her offspring have produced and their offspring have produced. And that's, uh, one of the things that I'm pretty excited about because next year we should start having calves uh, in the program competing out of legacy females that competed themselves in the legacy as as a as a heifer. Um, so that's going to be pretty exciting when you start seeing these cow families stack up in uh in the in this legacy program and seeing how those cow families are producing and and the monies that they're they're generating uh, absolutely that, that will so, be interesting to track and i mean kind of on a side note that the heifers have been kicking ass here lately you know uh it, it's uh, that's one of the very satisfying things to me you know uh, we had this conversation here a few years ago about letting the females compete against the bulls and some people were against it and some people were for it. Um, you know, I heard it said more than once, all oh, those, those females, they can't hold up against them bulls. And, and, you know, there's just, they just can't, they just can't run with them. Well, not only are they running with them, they're running away from them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you look at all the, the competitions, uh, that the females have won lately. I mean, uh, 115, Yearlings bucked at the Two Bulls Challenge three weeks ago, and of the top eight, only two of them were bulls. I mean, that's – and there we saw a 90 – what did we see, a 95.2. Uh, this last week in Vanita, here for one natty competition. You know, you look at the year end last year, Buttons um, – Man, I'm telling you what, these heifers are, are, are the real deal, and they're coming to play, and they're coming to stay. Uh, and, and that's good for our industry because that's starting to build value back in these females again. We just watched the sale here uh, a few nights ago, Justin Cox and Stormy Foster, and they sell a, a fucking female for 20000 Brandon Stewart had a big uh, production – or it, he it wasn't a production female sale. It was a performance female sale. And so, what, 37 lots and averaged close to 6,000 a lot. That's mm-hmm. great. That's great for our business. Um, for so long, those heifers haven't had a job other than, well, she's a yearling now, breeder, and, and she'll have a calf, and she's a calf having a calf, you know. And, and so, it, it, there really wasn't anything for that female to do. Now, these females. They can go out and earn a lifetime's earnings. They can earn a lifetime's uh, value in their first year before they ever even get bred, you know. And then what's it make it worth if that female is a producer as well? And she's got fifty, sixty, seventy thousand, hundred thousand dollars $100,000 in earnings on top of being a producer. You know, we're fixing to see some great things in our industry from that female side and and uh you know we want to kind of lead the charge and say here let's uh let's start tracking these females and showing just how valuable they are in this equation 
of producing great buck and bulls. For sure. It has been definitely, uh, I do remember that people talking about, oh, you know, eh, I don't, I don't know if they'll be able to, to hang in there as, as the year goes on and bulls mature and button smoked them all year through the finals. And I thought oh, that, was, that was definitely, definitely interesting uh, and cool, but I, I'm with you. Uh, I got to go through a set of heifers uh, for, for Justin Cox in his first heifer sale and hell they, they bring, five six thousand uh for for some of the the better ones and, and they had just been bucked you know at my house like they hadn't been entered or had any kind of they were just on potential potential performance and uh and and they do good and it does add some value you know you remember i mean i'm sure you can remember way way before longer than i can but heck them heifers i mean what were they worth 500 600 bucks i mean if you could get that if, and, if you could get that, I, I can't tell you how many loads uh, of heifers that were bred out the wazoo that when we weaned them, we loaded them up and we took them to the cell barn. There was no, there was no market for them. There was, there was no market, no matter how good they were bred, no matter, none of that, unless they were out of the, the flavor of the day sire, they, they weren't worth anything. And we didn't have room to keep them. You know, I mean, just didn't have room to keep them, and I can't tell you how many hundreds we sent, we, our program sent to the cell barn because we didn't have anywhere to go with them, and there was no value. Um, now, you know, we buck through, you know, dang near everything uh, to, you know, to to look and see what we're getting and deciding what we're going to breed to. Um, several years ago. I told my partner, Brent Bullard, I said, I'm fixing to start breeding for fraternity calves. And he laughed at me. And and and, and I took and I went and found a bull that I felt was would be that kind of bull that could produce fraternity calves. And so I haven't, I haven't achieved all of it yet, but those females out of that first bull, I bucked that set of females and I kept back all the heifers that bucked and those females this last year were the females that I got all my best calves out of all my best, uh, you know, you know, and, and so it finally, you know, so we started bucking every year. Um, these, these whoop all sisters and daughters that we offered, uh, in the fall, you know, we're fixing to see, I, I can't wait to see what these cows are going to produce. I'm nominating every one of them into the legacy program for next year with a calf on their side, because I believe we've we've got to um, we got to believe in our cow herds. We got to believe in what we're doing breeding, and we got to we've got to uh, take a chance, you know, take a chance and stick them out there and let's let's see what they do. So neither here nor there may like I said I may never may never ever scratch another check in my life on it but I'm betting on my cow herd that hopefully we do for sure I think I think one thing that that's cool is is you know you give these guys that back to the to the legacy program a little a little something to, to shoot for and, and strive for you know what I mean because let's, let's be honest the, the game's tough it, it's way tough and 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 the legacy competition was was pretty tough this year as well uh, but due to people, you know, these smaller programs that, that, that did participate in the legacy program and, and paying attention to the, their females, the production, maybe helping their, their colon a little better, 
uh, picking a better bull to breed to, and then and then showing up to town and, and having something to strive for and be proud of. Uh, I think I I don't think there's any reason that uh, a guy like I said you don't have to nominate ten, you don't have to nominate five, you can nominate one female and uh, and, and swing for the fence and and it, it does it it promotes your breeding program and and the the coverage that the legacy gives of your breeding program uh and your females i think is is second to none and uh yeah that that the bronze trophies last lifetime um i mean may 15th you can you can nominate your females and uh just i mean you and i talk uh, quite a bit jim and and i think uh it excites me from the feedback that you've had and, and the people that are excited about it weren't familiar with it moving forward um you know total agreement i wouldn't be surprised if we weren't between 150 and 200 females this year in the program um and i mean it's just i i the excitement that i'm hearing from people are based you know they're anticipating nomination day they've already decided what females they're going to put in they're looking at their calves out there standing on their side and they're dreaming about what can be and that's I think that's for most of us that breed that's that's what we breed for we're we're not everybody's in the business to just how much money can i win i I think they want to go out there and they want to they want to breed that next world champion they want to breed that next whoopah you know and and so every cap that hits the ground has that potential you know there's the potential that that may be the next one we never know um and uh, before we get off here, Kyle, um, we've had some, some partners that have stepped up, believed in the program, believed in what we're doing, and have uh, financially contributed and supported um, the legacy program. And I, I want to make sure we recognize them. Uh, Qualitech, uh, you know, nobody knows who Qualitech is. They were sponsored with the ABBI for a long time. Uh, or even what Qualitech does, but some of the, the ingredients that are, goes into our mineral, goes into our supplements, those ingredients are made by a company called Qualitech. They don't they don't sell directly to the public. They sell to companies like mine um, that want premium quality ingredients in the products, and that's what they offer. Um, Extra Factors uh, stepped up this year. They're one of my partners uh, in in the the feed and nutrition business, and, uh, you know, they do a lot of things with us and help us in our research and, and uh, a lot of the the uh, things that, that we put together for the buck and bull industry uh, is made possible by extra factors. Um, Frontier Trading Company uh, over here at Rolf, Oklahoma, um, you know, uh, Jim Barr and, and them, they stepped up and They've got a really good feed out right now. It's called G6 Bull Feed, uh, Whoopah. Uh, a lot of the, the best bucking bulls in the world are on it, and and people are seeing the changes in their animals. We really appreciate GFR jumping on board with us and, and supporting the program. BJ um, and Tara Tolman, uh, Rock and Tea Ranch, you know, they came in last year, first time they ever nominated, and they and they won the whole deal. Not only did they win the legacy last year, they won the yearling last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben, ben and hey, something, something cool. Uh, I'm gonna stop you there. You bring them up. Just uh, that was that was R11 V Cashmere that win the legacy, win the the yearling fraternity, 
and was 91 points yesterday to, to win the Evolution Open fraternity. Perfect. The, the, the production's proven itself. Production's proven itself. Once again, that female is, is putting calves on the ground that continue to win money, you know, and that's that's fantastic. Tickled to death for them. They got the great breeding program. Great breeding program. And they're and they're big supporters of what we're doing with the legacy program and and been lifelong customers of two bulls and, and we're just proud to have them on board. Um and then uh two bulls feeds, you know. I kind of had to do a shameless plug for my own company, but uh without that we <laughs> we we wouldn't have the money to start with. So um I wanna I wanna thank uh my wife for allowing us to invest in this program and get it started and get it up and going to where we could uh, realize the the uh, what it can possibly be. So anyway, and in Buckingstock news, and that's la- last but not least Buckingstock news, because Kyle, without you and what you're doing in our industry, the information you put out, the, the education for both the people that are seasoned in our business and the people that are just coming into our business um buck and stock news has been a uh it's a, a lifeblood of our industry and and man i'm tickled for you i'm tickled for what you've done and i appreciate what you've done um and you've been a big supporter of this legacy program since day one and uh we're uh we're tickled you're on board with us on it yeah absolutely well, i appreciate that well, we we couldn't do it without you, and and uh, and uh, Miss Molly, she works her tail off and and tracking stats and data and winnings on these these females, and and uh, you know, it's a I know it's a family affair for y'all, and and we appreciate you. So I don't I don't know I don't know what we would what the the Lipscott household would do without the Buckingham business, I guess to say the least, but. <laughs> Uh, I guarantee them two boys would find y'all something to do. Uh, yeah. Riggs and Clancy, they would find y'all something to do. Guarantee you might be raising, uh, you might be raising chinchillas, but them boys will, they'll find you something to do. <laughs> That's no lie. No lie at all. Well, to to kind of round out, give everybody, uh, add some closing statements, but, but two bulls legacy.com. May, and it should be up and going by by nominations May fifteenth, correct? It, it will definitely be up and going. Uh, we uh, have been working on it daily. Uh, we'll we'll probably uh, run sandbox on it on the tenth, uh, just to make sure everything works like it's supposed to work. Um, and then uh, we are to have a fully functioning website up around the twelfth or thirteenth. And we'll post some stuff out on on uh, Facebook as soon as it's available. Uh, maybe get you to throw out a, a post as well through Buckingstock News and just let people know that hey, we're up and ready. But on May fifteenth, we will be ready for nominations. Awesome. And if anybody if anybody has any questions about the program, call me. Um, call me. Uh, email me. Text me. Don't Facebook Messenger me because I don't look at that stuff hardly ever. But call me, text me, email me. Jim at twobulls.net, phone number 580-786-1010. I'll send you the literature on it, Um, whatever. Don't don't miss out because you didn't ask any questions. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And and this is a program for everybody. I don't care if you got one cow or one heifer that's got her first calf. Participate. You know, and and and, and enjoy the ride. That's you know, uh that's that's the thing everybody uh should want to do is is get involved and it's it's a low entry fee, low nomination fee. I mean, it's you know, we didn't trying to break anybody. We're just trying to make it where everybody can participate. Absolutely. Well, you guys heard him. Uh you got any questions, uh do not hesitate to get with him. Uh Jim's Jim's pretty easy easily accessible. If you if you're having trouble, uh send Bugstock News a message. Uh we, we can get you in touch with Jim. Uh as you got forty five days um to get your females nominated before the price increase. Uh and yeah, I, I know as long as, as well with Jim, we're excited. Uh, I know I'm excited about it. I'm definitely gonna put a few uh, females in it as well, uh, but Jim, I think uh, I think we've covered it. Uh, can't stress enough. If you guys got questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Man, I appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing the nominations come in. Look forward to visiting with people uh, in our industry about how we can help promote your your females and your programs. Um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be an exciting year. Looking forward to the rest of this year and looking forward to 2023. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you, Jim, and all, and all that you do. Uh, I, I don't, I'm going to touch on this just a second. Um, to what you do contribute to the business. Uh, I know you got a lot of irons in the fire and, and a lot of different companies, but there, there's a lot that, that you do and have done to, to support the buck and bull industry, whether it be the legacy program, the, the feed company supplements, uh, and as well as the events you sponsor throughout the year to, help these these events you know stay afloat and uh we do appreciate you and the support for the overall industry as well well i i enjoy it i love the people in it i love these animals um and we just we just appreciate the opportunity to be here absolutely well you have a good evening and uh guys we are looking forward to the legacy nomination dates again may 15th tubulslegacy.com Jim, you have a a wonderful evening, and we'll catch up with you. Sounds good. Y'all take care. And it's basically that easy. You nominate a cow with a calf on her side. You take her to town. You compete or take the calf to town. You compete one time uh, for for all kinds of prizes, added money. Uh, It's a great event and a great way to promote your program. If you guys got any questions, don't hesitate to get with Jim McLean. Reach out. Get in contact. And on behalf of Buckingstock News, we appreciate you listening. And uh, take care, and we'll see you down the road.